This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio brings you prescribed listening from our trusted contributors at the Ontario Pharmacists Association. Welcome back. Well, the summer season and the warm weather is upon us. So people are starting to think about their waistlines, starting to think about, you know, what you're going to look like in that bathing suit or lighter clothes and just feeling lighter when it's hot outside. And it's a fact that we can't ignore as we get older we need fewer calories, but just as many nutrients. And oftentimes our metabolism slows down and many begin to pack on unwanted pounds, especially if your mobility is compromised. So we are going to find out how to ensure our body gets what it needs without gaining weight. And we will also explore weight gain and weight loss side effects from various drugs, medications, and what to do. Our trusted contributor from the Ontario Pharmacists Association, John Papasturgio, is with us. He's an expert on this, and, and John, you yourself, you've taken off quite a lot of weight. Yeah, I mean, it was something that, uh, you know, I made a conscious effort to do, as a, especially as a healthcare speaker. I was, you know, out in front of audiences talking about this stuff, so I really wanted to kind of uh, live what I was preaching, and it really is about a lifestyle change. And I know this is the time of year where people, uh, you know, start thinking about, hey, maybe I'm going to be traveling, going to the beach, uh, you know, I should be uh, trimming some pounds. The reality is it, it has to be in kind of an encompassing lifestyle change. I mean, really what we're trying to avoid it. I mean, looking good is one thing. And if that's the driver, that's important. But it's all, you know, the, the, the obesity triggers a lot of risk factors, right? Diabetes, uh, hypertension, dyslipidemia, cardiovascular disease. So you've got all these potential, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, diseases that are, are attributed to the weight gain. So our goal as uh, pharmacists are to try to educate our patients, uh, make them understand the importance of a well-balanced diet, exercising, and trying to improve life expectancy overall. Okay, sorry, John, I hate to be shallow focusing Uh, on the way people look, but I think that's possibly what a lot of people are thinking about um, this time time of year. And uh, I also want to talk about the relationship of exercise, because... You know, when you look at the amount of calories that you actually burn doing exercise, it's not very much. It hardly seems worth the trouble. You can be on that treadmill for an hour, and it's 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 not even a donut. Oh yeah, and, and uh, my trainer, I have a trainer, Dimitri, uh, at at uh, the gym that I go to, Pure Motivation Fitness, and his line always to me is, "You can't out train a bad diet. Doesn't matter how much you train, if you're you know." have a poor poor dietary choices, you're overeating, you're going to have to spend a ton of time in the gym to, to burn those calories off. So the easiest way to approach it is with a good, well-balanced diet. And if you're able to do that, 
adding the exercise. You know, and right now the recommendations generally are, you know, 30 minutes, three to five times a week if you could get out there. It doesn't have to be intense exercise, but just being active. And, you know, as we get the better weather, and unfortunately in Canada, in the winter, it's hard to do that sometimes. But uh, uh, right now you've got an opportunity to do it. But it is a combination of both, right? So how do you manage, uh, you know, a diet with, you know, good exercise lifestyle choices as well? John, I know a lot of people, and I, some people I work with, watch them eat. They eat less than I do. They, they don't eat very much, and they say, you know, whatever they eat goes to their hips. They hardly eat at all. They're gaining weight because they're getting older. What, do you, what advice do you have yeah, for Yeah, I mean, people? that's part of it. As you, as you age, we know your metabolism starts to slow down, right? Anything that you could do to kind of increase your metabolic rate, uh, you know, the exercise is an important part of that. It's going to help you burn those excess calories. On the flip side, you got to adjust how much you're eating. So if you, if you find you're gaining weight easier, you've got to uh, decrease portion size, really uh, stay away from those fatty foods, foods that are fried, you know, focus on fruits, vegetables, high in fiber, uh, things like that. But yeah, it is. it really is something you see. And I see it in the pharmacy all the time. We've got patients that were otherwise very, very uh, lean, you know, as they get older, the, the weight starts to pack on. So you got to almost be a little proactive when you're, uh, uh, when you're trying to, you know, to approach that challenge head on. I'm going to give the numbers out again. John is here. He can answer your weight loss questions. Also, what we are going to get into is medications and which medications trigger weight gain. Some might trigger weight loss and how you can counteract that because I think that's very important. Of course, he is also happy to answer any of the other questions you might have. So the numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. And I am here with John Papasturgiu, our trusted contributor from the Ontario Pharmacists Association, and we're talking about weight loss, weight gain. And John, what are some common medications that trigger weight gain? Yeah, and we, you know, there are are many of them. They all work in in different ways. Uh, The class that I think about very commonly is the uh, antidepressants, and it happens for two different reasons. Some of those, some of the medications in that class, there's side effects or potential side effects is weight gain, right? Other times they start working and you start feeling better. And I find the patients, as they start feeling better, they're going out more, they're eating more, kind of, uh, they're starting to live their lives, and the weight gain comes from that. So it's it's really you know the medications are working, but they're working well enough that the patients are now starting to live more kind of uh, uh, active lives, and they're getting out there and they're not watching their diet uh, as closely as they should be. So we see that all the time, and there's approaches to that. In many cases, if we think it's drug induced weight gain, we'll try to switch the drug. There's a lot of drugs in that class, uh, uh, the antidepressant class. Um, other, There's so many of them. Other medications, the oral contraceptives, uh, uh, especially the progestin-containing ones, uh, uh, sometimes they could cause weight gain. So it really is about, you know, if you're going on a new medication, you notice that you're uh, uh, starting to gain some weight. Ask your pharmacist, because many of these drugs, they do have potential weight gain as a side effect. doesn't happen in everyone, but for the most part, if it, if it does occur, we could switch the drug or try something else. Okay. 
Is there anything other than the antidepressants, any other class that Yeah, cause? there's, I mean, there's, a, there's schizophrenic medications. We know those those are, uh, you know, known to do it. They not only cause weight gain, but cause dyslipidemia or increased lipid levels as well. So, I mean, really, it is something that can happen with a lot of the different uh, classes. Uh, generally, if it's something you observe, uh, we try to just switch the medication. But, uh, um, you know, it, it is quite common. It's a quite common side effect of the meds. What's the most common question that you get about weight loss? Yeah, get it all the time. People come into the pharmacy. Is there anything over the counter you could give me to help lose weight, right? And this is an important question because people don't want to start a prescription medication. And we could talk about those alternatives. But they they hear about all these herbal homeopathic products. Uh, uh, do they work? Don't they work? Could you help me select one? The reality is historically most of the over-the-counter products, they either contain one of two things, uh, ephedra or pseudephedra, uh, ephedrine-type derivatives, which should stimulate kind of your... Your, uh, your heart rate, your met- uh, your metabolism. Just like speed, right? Just like speed, right? So those have been withdrawn from the Canadian market. They're still available in some parts of the U.S., but you don't see it in Canada as well. What they've been replaced with here in Canada a lot of times is caffeine. So be very careful if you're buying those products. That's really what's causing the uh, the the weight loss. It's, it's, if you take enough of this stuff, it's speeding up your metabolism. It's They, they can be uh, potentially dangerous, especially if you're taking other medications, medications for uh, high blood pressure or whatnot, um, and you drink coffee, you know, you start combining all these things and you can get quite a bit of uh, 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 caffeine in your system. So I help patients stay away from those, and I know which ones those are. Uh, there are other uh, kind of over-the-counter products. Many of, that, um, of them now contain alginates, and what they do is they're like, it's almost like seaweed kind of a derivative of seaweed and when you take these uh, these uh, products they make you feel more full right because as uh, the alginate mixes with the fluids in your stomach it just kind of expands and makes you feel full and that mechanism makes some sense to me it's very safe because you're not really absorbing any of that uh, of those ingredients so I mean if it works for you it does work but I found in general a lot of the -the over-the-counter products don't do much, right? And again, it goes back to that. There's no magic pill for weight loss. It really is making those lifestyle changes. I thought there were some, basically they induce diarrhea. That's Yeah, that's the other class. So Senna-containing products, right? And I stay away from those as well because they're stimulant laxatives. They're allowed to be put in some of these medications in, in small amounts, uh, some of these products. And what happens is that's what they're just making you go to the bathroom more frequently. The problem is if you use that really regularly, you can get something we call uh, lazy bowel. So then it becomes, it almost induces a rebound constipation when you come off them. So I try to avoid those as well. But unfortunately, when the ephedra products came off the market, this is what you're getting over the counter now. Be careful. They're not cheap. So a lot of these products are expensive as well. So try to make an informed decision if that's the route you want to go. Uh, Speak to your pharmacist. Okay, let's take a call from Karen in Dundalk. Hi, Karen. Hi, how are you? Fine, how are you? Good, good. Yeah, I'm listening and uh, boy, a lot of stuff's coming up. I I grew up with a, a mom who was, I guess... I would call her pleasantly plump, but she was always dieting on diet pills and whatnot. And um, I grew up as a fat kid because her parents owned a bunch of bakeries. And uh, I got the message real young that, you know, it's better to be thin and, and you're loved more if you're thin. And I'm 65 next month and uh, have been grappling with an eating disorder for over 40 years now. Um, I just wish that it was a matter of... Uh, restricting a little bit of food to to 
lose weight, but it's been a nightmare. And, um, you know, when I was 17, my father said, you look like a fat little pig. And my grandmother said, you know, you're too fat. You should go on a diet, you know, and your hair is an ugly color. So, um, (laughs) man, um, I'm hoping in my next life, I just, you know, turn out like Christy Brinkley or something, but, uh, you know, it is what it is, but I've had a productive life. I am on antidepressants. I'm on Effexor, but um, I don't see any weight gain, just tinnitus. And uh, that's just my comments for today. Just had to get that off my chest. Yeah, Karen, thanks for calling in. And, and that's the thing. I mean, I think uh, everyone has kind of a different reason for wanting to lose weight or the rationale behind it. But the reality yeah. is you're very right. And some people, it's not easy to lose weight. Uh, similar to, you know, In almost sensation. everyone, it's not easy not to easy. lose yeah, weight. Yeah, no, I know. And it's... Uh, yeah. Yeah, nobody's nobody's happy with their weight, but not but not everybody, um, you know, steals their mother's diet pills and then goes on to do drugs and then, you know, alcohol and sorry, and then restricting and anorexia and bulimia and blah blah blah. You know, like that's not the norm, but thank God. Well, yeah. unfortunately, uh, it does affect a lot of people because of the emphasis in society. And Karen, thank you very much for sharing your story. Appreciate it. Okay, thank you. Okay. Bye, bye now. Bye-bye. Yeah, and this brings a, kind of, a, a, you know, it, another part of the discussion is these, you know, really kind of fad-type diets where people try to lose weight very, very quickly. The reality is, and I think that's kind of one of the things Karen struggled with there, is you go on these fad diets, really low calorie over a short period of time, and you may trim a lot of weight quickly. A lot of it may be water. But what happens the minute you revert back, that weight comes right back on. So it's about losing the weight properly and making it sustainable because you can't sustain some of these diets, right? So they're they're very, very low calorie. They require you uh, to almost eat nothing. And the reality is the minute you break, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come back. Okay, uh, we've got to take a break. I'm going to give the numbers to call before we go to break. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. We're talking about weight loss, but of course, John Papasturgio is here to take any of your calls and questions on pharmaceutical issues. If you've had a diet or a lifestyle change that has worked for you, we want to hear about it. If you have a question about medication, you may be on and how that affects your weight. He's here to take the calls. The number is 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740, and we will be right back. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio brings you prescribed listening from our trusted contributors at the Ontario Pharmacists Association. Welcome back. I am going to get right to the phones. We've got Vince in Welland. Hi, Vince. Yeah, I remember about 10 years ago, I called in about the cinnamon <laughs> and the color So if you want to gain weight, you get color of cinnamon. I just quit taking a small amount in October. So if you want to lose weight, color cinnamon will do the trick, the amount, and color oil you put your weight on. So uh, that's my recipe. Cinnamon? <laughs> yeah, it's funny because I saw Thanks, that question Vince. come up and I told Libby, I think we've got, had that call before. At, uh, I've never seen any evidence for it. Some people swear by it. Uh, even, uh, you know, some, uh, you know, I've had anecdotally heard that in diabetes, cinnamon helps as well. Don't really understand the mechanism of action. If you find uh, it's helping you, there's no harm in it, but uh, not substantiated by evidence at this time. Okay. 
let's move right along. We've got Kate in Toronto. Hi, Kate. Hi. Um, I love my pharmacist. I always have. He's Sorry, can you repeat that, please? We had trouble hearing you. I love my pharmacist. I always have. Good. He's a wealth of information. A good pharmacist is priceless. Agree? Yep. <laughs> yep. Okay, it's funny that that guy would uh, mention cinnamon because I've found for a few years that I can't touch cinnamon because it gives me heart palpitations. And one of the things I was going to say was, as I get older, I find I can't take more and more medicine. It gives me problems. Well, yeah. I mean, as you get older, sometimes your metabolic rate slows down, like your clearance of uh, medication. So uh, you're prone uh, to more side effects. The other thing we see with patients when they're taking multiple medications, as they get older, they're on more. Some, you know, on average, five, six, seven medications. Now you're you're experiencing there's that risk for potential drug interactions as well, which right. could affect clearance, and then you get side effects. I've also. been very fortunate. I'm 57 years old. And I don't take any medicine. Great. Yes, um, I was able to get my blood cholesterol down three points with uh, apple cider vinegar. <laughs> yeah, that's something, uh, you know, there is a little bit of evidence for. So we think it's the acetic acid and right. apple cider vinegar that helps with weight loss. Not and you know exactly what happened? So, yeah. Sorry, I want to say something. When I spent the money on the apple cider vinegar, that motivated me to eat better in other ways. I think that helped too. For sure, that helped. It's, and not, it's not very expensive, apple cider vinegar. Yeah, so no, no. I agree it's not expensive, but it sort of motivates you. Well, I'm doing this. I might as well stop eating the skin on the chicken. Well, see, this is the thing. And this is what I, I had, you know, with some of the herbal homeopathic medications, people will make complete lifestyle changes and then attribute the weight loss to the one thing. But here it was probably multifactorial. So yeah. you made some good, uh, you know, lifestyle choices there. I think the apple cider vinegar probably did help because there's a little bit of evidence yeah. to suggest it does help. But it's a combination right. of kind of factors. And I think right. that's yeah. the message here for, for patients is you can't, there's no magic pill. It's not going to be yeah. one thing. I have a question. Yeah. So how do you use the apple cider vinegar? It depends, like as a supplement. Most people will use it up to, you can take it up to three times a day. Some yes. people will take it just Straight? once a day. Like what do you do with yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, there's actually pills now too. So there's liquid and pills. So right? you have to have a spoonful of vinegar? Sure. Well, it, it's, I mean, it's not so vinegary, but yeah, like you, you yeah. take a te- tablespoon or like a pill. Most people buy the pills now though, right? Yeah. So you're not using the liquid. The liquid is available though. Yeah. yeah. It's. Uh, I put it just in my salad because, frankly, it tastes like booze to me, and I don't drink. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. No, I. I find it works if you use it in salad dressing too. I, I guess. Find it Why does. not? It seems like it's the acetic acid. So just uh, the acetic acid must be doing something that's either stimulating the metabolism, or or whatnot. But yeah, I mean, I think it's probably marginal the effect. I think yeah. to your your point uh, here, Kate, it's uh, do as much as you can. Yeah. Uh, if you combine everything, you'll get those benefits. Yeah, someday I probably will. But and I do love a pharmacist, and like I say, pharmacist is a great <laughs> until that day. I will even, yep, you guys are great. Okay, thanks Thanks a lot. Bye-bye, Kate. We'll go to Darko in Etobicoke. Hello, Darko. Hello, I think the problem is, okay, first of all, people got to drink more water. That's the first thing. Get off sugary drinks, diet drinks, limit your alcohol intake, because if if you're putting on weight or you have weight gain, uh, that's how you're going to lose it. The other thing is stop eating cereals for breakfast unless you're eating stuff like still-cut oats. Um, a couple of eggs are, is much better. 
you're not as hungry, so you're not snacking. I don't know if it's a marketing thing. For some reason, we got this whole thing. We have to have three good meals a day and snack in between. And, and I just don't think that, especially as we get older, we don't need to do that. Maybe teenagers need it. Uh, but as far as like a grown adults over 30, 35, we don't need to eat, eat that much type of food. Uh, let me interject there. You know, for older people, a lot of people recommend instead of three big meals a day, you know, maybe five or six small, small meals. meals. Yep. Well, if you're having a handful of nuts, yeah, sure, you can do that, right? But if you're going to have like like a, your Caesar salad, and I don't think it's just too complicated, right? You know, if, if one of your meals is having an apple or an orange is in between your dinner and, and breakfast, yeah, I get it. That's not a meal. <laughs> yeah. Are you like kidding? Dinner, right? I just think, of, you know, I look at it as, as we eat too much, and I think we stress we the digestive yeah. system because we don't give it a break. So whereas before, when I grew up, my dad would come home around 4.30, we'd eat dinner by 5.00. And okay, as kids, we would we would snack, but we didn't have anything other than sort of snacking until breakfast. But now a lot of people eat, you know, eight o'clock as the parents are coming home late, and and then you're eating a big breakfast and you're getting a big lunch. And now now we're also used to not just having smaller sodas, but okay, I'll replace it and I'll have this 600 ml of orange juice or a Gatorade. Or a, a, and when they get to teenagers, you can't stop them, but they're getting the Red Bulls and the Rock Stars. And, and all these things, and, and the, at the coffee shop too, you're getting all the sweetened uh, iced coffee. Yeah, so yeah, all good points, Darko. Thanks very I much think, for yeah, your call. Darko hit on a lot of things there. I think he's uh, he's really kind of thought it out. But uh, a lot of good points. And you know, the one there at the end around you know watching what you're drinking. I mean, uh, many of these drinks, the the amount of calories they could have uh, in them, especially the sugary drinks. Uh, enormous, right? Simply uh, cutting out, uh, you know, colas like non-diet colas on their own. I mean, the calories are huge. Diet, diet I know, sodas I know cause weight say that. gain. I know you're going to well. say that too, and absolutely right. We know there's a rebound weight gain associated with the uh, artificially sweetened products, also. So, I mean, uh, think about what you're drinking. I mean, uh, you know, I made a comment around orange juice. Yeah, a glass of orange juice is not bad, but if you're having five or six of these huge glasses a day, there's a lot of sugar there as well. So it's uh, it's really not good about, for your teeth. Yeah, yeah, either. it's really about moderation and really, uh, you know, balancing everything out. And I think that's the point Darko was trying to make. Yeah, and Darko made one more good point uh, before we go, and that is the timing of when you eat. Yep. Eating later is a problem. Absolutely. I, I mean, right before bed. One of the good tips I find Dimitri's also given me said, if you're up really late, it's fine to have a, a snack at night. But if you're eating and going right to bed, that's a very different thing, right? So, I mean, uh, just timing out your meals, try and avoid big meals in the evening. Your biggest meal should be in the morning and then going from there. But a lot of this stuff, I think people know. It's common sense. It's just making the change that's the hard part and being able to be consistent with it. So your pharmacist is there. Spend some time talking to them. If you have a chance, uh, you know, we have the medication review program. Go in there. Diet and exercise is one of those things that's on the form and we talk about it with patients, hopefully uh, helping them make some good choices. Okay. John Puppesturgeou, our trusted contributor from the Ontario Pharmacists Association. As always, thank you so much for all that helpful advice. Great to be here. Okay. And that is all the time we have for Fight Back for today. Free for All Friday coming up tomorrow. So especially if you couldn't get on today, please call back. We now break for traffic and news. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. 
Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.